The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflection. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but I can't seem to live without them. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Regarding the media, I can't seem to live with them. Also, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use if we don't sit on our blessed assurance. We could actually use these things. That's a good idea. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? While I'm not great at this, I'm really a lot worse at other things. Wow. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. That's right. It's live, not Memorex. Here's a big key to the entire show. We don't know what we're doing. That, that, that should help you. Okay. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here it is, the question to ask yourself. Why hesitate? There's it. That's it. Why hesitate? Wow. Wowzer Bowser, maybe you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe you've got something you want to share. The Lord has blessed you, guided you, directed you, given you an answer, given you a comfort, given you a peace. And you're like, you know what? The Lord has blessed me. He's helped me. I'm going to testify that the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's your opportunity to share that with the rest of your brothers and sisters who are listening. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Things are tough. Trying to get a handle on it doesn't make sense. Not everything makes sense. you got to understand. We are doing a study in the book of Job. We were just hearing about the book of Job just before the show. Hey, guess what? There's times in your life where you're like going, huh? That's normal. If you need that, if you need that kind of encouragement with one another, we invite you to reach out to us. If you've got a praise report, we invite you to reach out to us. Well, how do you do that? Well, there's many different ways to reach out to us, but we feel that sticking your information in a fortune cookie and hoping I go to a Chinese restaurant and eat that particular food and get that particular fortune cookie may not work out too good for you. So therefore, you can call us, 972-445-0770. 
That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll be talking to Amazing Jen. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like watching the Dallas Cowboys win on the last play. And then you will feel amazing. There you go. Right there. You can also reach out to us by text. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also reach out to us by email, david at he must org. That's david at he must org. Also, we always like to kind of send you to the website so you can know what's going on, kind of keep in touch. Don't forget, we have a schedule changing this week because Friday I'll be driving with my wonderful wife going, Is this Tennessee? Boy, I hope this is Tennessee because if it's not Tennessee, we're in a lot of problems here. So that's what we're going to hope to be doing. Also, give you a quick update on Easton. They are home from the hospital. Praise the Lord. I did tell my daughter when she called on the phone, very simply, if you don't stop having problems with these kids, I'm going to have to go in there and open up some Grandma uh, Selma on you. <laughs> you guys, you have no idea how bad that is. She goes, I'll talk to them. Yes, because opening up Grandma Selma, that's bad. Trust me, that's bad. Bottom line is we got that schedule change coming as well. Don't forget there is a money opportunity to give. Why? Because we need it. Why? Because that's the only way I can pay Don, and that's the only way that Don can pay Jennifer, and uh, that's the only way that we can really get this whole thing going on the radio. That's why. And then the last thing is that the bottom of the page on our front uh, website, there is a opportunity for you if you've got a business a ministry, a passion, a hobby. You want to get a website going? I got my son dialed in. He is 100% on board. He is 100% committed. $57, no setup fee, no cancellation fee. If you want a website, he will build it from the ground up. Custom website, no extra fees. And if he doesn't do a good job, you always know that you can come and tell me. And then he'd be in a lot of trouble. So go to our website and check it all out. He must increase.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Wow. Now, if I were to guess what that is, I'd say that's throwing dice. Is that throwing dice? Do you think that is? I think so, yes. Okay, all right. That's dice throwing uh, that lands on a button that's connected to dynamite. <laughs> that's, that's what that would be. <laughs> Boom! Oh, there you go. Uh, let's do a quick prayer for the audience. I want people to uh, be connected, so let's do that. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. You are fantastic. We should say that more often about you, Lord. You are fantastic. You do awesome things in our lives, things we don't even understand. And Lord, for the audience, for everybody who's listening, I don't care about the background. They're my brothers. They're my sisters. Please, for all of us, help us to draw closer to you. When it seems like things are just ridiculous, Lord, that we would just turn our face to you, cast our care unto you because you care for us, and then just trust that you've got it covered. Help us to draw closer to you in all our processes, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Unfortunately for you, I'm a little low on energy. 
<laughs> That's a joke. Anyway, uh, let's get into the text. We are in Matthew chapter 7. We are at verse 24. As you know, we're winding down uh, because there's only uh, 24, 25, 26, and 27, and then we'll be done with the Sermon on the Mount. That only took like eight months. That's not bad. Uh, bottom line is here is verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. All right? Let's just stop right there. Everybody who hears these words of mine. So I want to make sure you understand without trying to get legalistic or get too uh, unlegalistic. In other words, we don't want to be walking in licentiousness, which is an excessive freedom. It gives you the opportunity to send your brains out. We don't want that either. People who hear and act upon the words of Jesus are wise. Okay, I want to just make sure. If you hear and act upon the words of Jesus, you are wise. In the opposite direction, we find out that people who do not act upon what they hear regarding Jesus— well, they are not wise, or we would use another phrase, eh, not so smart, okay? Here's the catch. Ready? Here's the catch. I want you to uh, get, ready, get ready. To listen to what Jesus said, you have to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You also have to read Acts through Revelation since the ministry of the Holy Spirit is the continuation of the ministry of Jesus, and it's the Holy Spirit that directed the writers between Acts and the Revelation, and we certainly know that's true for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John as well. Here's the thing people aren't going to like, but it's true. I can't help you. Here you go. You have to listen to what Jesus said. That does not mean people are wise because they go to church. Sorry, it's not what he said. I, it's not my fault. I didn't write it. People are not brilliant because they go to church. It's stupid not to go to David, stop saying the word stupid. That's so mean. It's stupid not to go to church because fellowship strengthens your faith. And that's like God saying, here's a meal that will give you energy. And you're going, nah, I'll just suffer. <laughs> no, that's not good. Okay. So instead of using the word stupid, I'll use the word, what's another word for stupid? Ignorant. What's another word for stupid or ignorant? Not brilliant. What's another phrase for that? Not the smartest move in the move in the in the world. What's another one for that? One brick short of the load. <laughs> we just keep going. I can just keep going all day and just keep. Here's the bottom line: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John contain what Jesus had to say, and we are required to hear it and to act upon it. And when we don't, we're foolish, according to Jesus. And when we do, we're wise. And you don't always go to church and hear what Jesus had to say. Sometimes you can go to a church and you can hear about what the agenda is. Well, that sounds great, but that's not what Jesus was talking about. And if you don't know what Jesus had to say, then you wouldn't know that all these people who are using the words of Jesus to affirm their position, if you don't know the words of Jesus, you wouldn't know if it's true or not. By the way, they're all not true, just so you can know. It's like every one of them is like, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's not what he meant. That's not true. That's not right. Listen to what Jesus has to say and do what he has to say, and you will be wise. 
Go that direction, not the other direction. Let's take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, let's get into our text. Colossians chapter. We covered everything, right? Okay. Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, 2 through 4. Whatever you do, or I'm sorry, it's uh, actually Colossians three twenty four. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. Is something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture tells us that whatever we do, now I've, we've gone through this a couple of times and we have to go through it uh, multiple more times to really grasp it. But that phrase, whatever we do, happens to mean whatever we do. That's what it means. And we're supposed to do it enthusiastically, with an eagerness, not with an obnoxiousness, with an eagerness to do it as unto the Lord. So the things that we're required to do that we have to do, there should be a disposition, an attitude of enthusiasm that is connected to the Lord. It's not that you like to do everything, but if you can understand that in the doing of it unto the Lord— you're doing it with a different priority in mind. You understand that? In other words, what you do, do it unto the Lord and do it with this attitude of a full heart and an eagerness. I had somebody, I'll say her name, Susie Lopez was at KPRZ. She was the direct marketing director. Uh, Susie did the marketing director for San Diego. She said something to me one time that was so profoundly simple, it was irritating because I had to do something for a client because that's what you had to do at Salem. And I was like, blah. All right. So she said, Dave, she goes, if you can't get out of it, get into it. And it was like, that was really good advice. If you can't remove yourself from it and you have to do it, at least do it right. I mean, do what you're going to do and do it with the right attitude. Do it with the right spirit. Do it with this uh, uh, better mindset. And I think she was more right than wrong. No, I'm not talking about doing bad things or anything like that. So stop. That's, that's weird stuff. I'm talking about doing it as unto the Lord and recognizing that when you do it that way, it is from the Lord and only the Lord that you will receive the true eternal reward. You might uh, go through whatever your process is, but when you do it as unto the Lord, you can recognize that the Lord is the one that brings the reward. And that's just living your life for the Lord. And that's just good, right? I mean, that can't be a bad thing. The David Spoon Experience. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas as we get ready for our first trivia question. What was the relationship of Zebedee to James and John? Ooh. What was the relationship of Zebedee to James and John? If you think you know the answer, there are a couple of ways to reach out to us. You can 
Call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. In the meanest time... I don't know if Meaneth is King James, but it just sounded good at the moment. Uh, we're going to do our DNA. DNA is an important part of our functionality because, as I have told you before and will tell you again, more news is coming. I predicted this. I think Jennifer will be verified. Last week, I predicted that more news was coming. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that was going to happen? I believe you did. Yes, yes, sir. Did more news come from that moment to this moment in our society? Yes. There you go. And so I'm on track with this. I'm not missing this at all. I found out that yet again, more news is coming yet again. Just I'm warning you. So DNA is how we're supposed to function with all this stuff going on. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that ends in Y, spend time with the guy in the sky. Just that simple. It's just that easy. How much time? I don't know. Maybe he wants you to spend two minutes with him. Maybe he wants you to spend 10 minutes, 15, 20, 40. Maybe he wants you to spend he wants you to spend an hour. So that's more important than anything else that's going on. Do that. Draw closer to the Lord daily. D N. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And you know what? You gotta know what he has to say in order to <laughs> never be ashamed of what he has to say. So you see how those all work together? That's D, that's N and the A. Always be ready. To serve. To serve, which somehow in our system means stop. Just looking in the mirror. Stop just looking at the bank account. Stop just looking at your business. Stop looking at your Facebook. Stop looking at your computer. Stop just looking at the television. Be aware of other people and their needs. So if you are going to be like in Facebook, be aware of somebody else's needs. Be praying for them. Think about them. Be a vessel of a blessing from the Father to these people. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be a great way to go about things. One more time on the Triv. Give you that opportunity. Most everybody is getting it right. Uh, yes, Aunt Deb, that is the correct guess. Here is the question. Uh, what was the relationship of Zebedee to James and John? If you think you know the answer, I'll say it a little slower in case somebody doesn't think that uh, I say it slow enough for the telephone number. See, I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> Nine, seven, two, four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, zero. Now, those who like the Matrix, nine, seven, two, four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, seven. Uh, you can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. No. <laughs> All right, I just got a rebuke from Annika. <laughs> And then also you can send an email, David, at emusincrease.org. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty funny. All right, let's get back to our text, please, uh, which we must uh, absolutely do. Here is the next part of the text, so I want to make sure I get this and do all the teaching and not, you know, just give you part of it. Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on a rock. Verse 26, but everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them 
will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the wind blew, and the pounding, and the pounded that house, and it collapsed, and the collapse was a great crash. So we talked about the wisdom in making sure that we act upon the words of Jesus, that we hear them and we do something with them, to to hear them and to reject them, to hear them and not to live by them, to hear them and not implement them is not wisdom. It's foolishness. And people that act upon what Jesus said, it's not to feel good about what Jesus said. It's not That's not what happens. It's to create stability in our own lives. Listen to what's going on. There is a discussion about rain falling, rivers rising, and winds blowing. It does not say in this text, maybe the rains will fall. Maybe the river will rise. Maybe the wind will blow. This is not a probability calculation uh, equation. Do you understand? This is verbatim. He's telling people Without without any exaggeration, though it's a symbolic connection, he's saying, look, you're going to have, this is what you're going to have. You're going to have rains that fall on you, rivers that rise up. So rivers are going to rise up beneath you and the wind that's going to blow upon you. And that's going to happen. Not maybe. Oh, it's happening. And how you react to what Jesus has to say is how you will respond to these things. If you're listening to the words of Jesus and you're putting these things into action and you're doing what he has to say and not doing it perfectly, but you're seeking to add piece by piece. When I pray to the Lord and ask for for wisdom, I I can recognize without feeling guilty, gee, I, I just read 10 things, I'm doing two uh, maybe one and a half. And so in the one and a half things, I, I don't sit there and say, I'm such a loser because I'm not doing the other eight and a half. I say, okay, help me to strengthen the things I'm doing. Help me to do better with uh, what I'm doing that's weak and help me to enter into these other things so I can do better with that. That's how you petition. That's what you're doing because you're not trying to be perfect. You're just trying to walk in this in this place of obedience. And so when it's difficult, when it's hard, you just come forward and say, I'm I'm trying to get my stability in you. Help me do that. And the difference here is that people that don't take what Jesus has to say and use it are in for a big crash. And I think it's super important to grasp this one thing. This is not about feeling good. Everybody wants to feel good. I feel really good today. Good. There's nothing wrong with that. But doing what Jesus said is not about feeling good. It's about bringing stability and centeredness to your own life. It's making sure that you're in alignment with the creator. It's making sure that you're walking in such a way as to connect with your creator do what he has to say. I'm reading, doing a study in 1 Kings. It's what's amazing about the study is the kings that didn't do what the Lord told them to, and the kings that did do what the Lord told them to. And everybody who didn't do what the Lord told them to them to ended up doing horrific things in sinfulness uh, on a regular basis. And those who did do the things the Lord told them to do had a pretty outstanding, solid life. So that's that's the diff. 
It's like, do you want to have your life that is stable and that there's a steadfastness, steadfastness? Build it upon the rock. That means to hear what Jesus had to say and to do it. One of the things we have to be careful with, and and, and keep in mind, I'm, I'm a big promoter of churches. But one of the things, you hear something in church and we'll go, oh, that sounds great. You know, that's a really great idea. Have faith when you pray. Have an expectation. Oh, have mercy on people. That's a really good idea. Oh, give to people who are less fortunate. That's a great idea. Oh, pray about a situation right at the beginning. Don't wait until everything's. That's a really great idea. But if you don't do it, all it is is a great idea. And a great idea undone is not, that, that's not done is nothing. It's just air in the sky doing nothing. So we want to be doers of the word. We want to be better suited to to be able to come before the Lord and give it that sincere effort. It's not as though you have to be perfect. I think we're pretty clear on this as Christians. We're not perfect. In fact, our perfection lies in the life, resides in the life of Jesus Christ. But our desire and our passion and our love lies within us to want to do the things that he wants us to do and to be the way that he wants us to be. So Jesus, and, and, and I don't, I'm not convinced that the Sermon on the Mount was, uh, at least as, I, as I've read it and as we've studied it, I'm not convinced it was some, you know, everything's uh, fine, everything's, everything's okay. Jesus is like, look, you do it this way, and this is wise. You don't do it this way, and it's foolish. This is, you're going to either be wise or foolish. You're going to have to choose. You're going to lay up treasures for heaven or you're not. you got to recognize that lust starts inside your heart. I mean, he just goes after it and doesn't restrain on what he's communicating. What I always uh, find amazing is the very last line where he says, The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew, and pounded that house, and it collapsed. And it collapsed with a great crash. I can't tell if that's eschatological or not, which is one of those weird things. But it's like Jesus going, yeah, at the end of this, this crash is bad. It's a bad crash when you hear what I have to say and don't do it. So, so do it one step at a time right before the Lord. And if you're failing at it, ask for help and trust him for his grace and his mercy. But do what Jesus had to say. Of course, in order to do that, you have to know what Jesus had to say. <laughs> See how those work together? Yeah, they work fast. Okay. All right, back to... Back to our trivia question. What was the relationship of Zebedee to James and John? The relationship was that he was their father. If you remember James and John, a little different. They left both the business and their father and went and followed Jesus because they really wanted to do what he had to say and be close to him. So that's pretty good right there. All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. 
To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? What the issue is, is this guy hears the gospel from Philip... And in that presentation of the gospel is baptism. That is not not negotiable in the sense that there's no way you can remove that. And he responds by saying, I want to be part of this family. I want to be connected to this. I hear the good news. I want the grace and the mercy. I want to do whatever it takes to show my response, not just to you, Philip, but to the entire world. I'm a Christian. And that's what baptism does. And while I think it's dangerous to say, if you're not, you can never get in, because I don't believe that's correct, I also think it's dangerous to say, nobody needs to do it. That's incorrect, too. Your baptism is an open proclamation of an inward work. Don't you ever forget, the Lord requires that. If you've never been baptized, get baptized. Don't, don't, oh, we got to do it right this way. Arrange to get baptized. That's it. If you've never done it, you should do it because it's a declaration of your faith. That's the response to the gospel. You're saying by identifying going down and up in baptism, the end of you, the beginning of him in you. Okay. That just seems like it doesn't even seem like that's complex. I think everybody should just go, yeah, okay, got it. 